Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash wisdoms echo, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Ray Hughes and I'm going to be sharing with you today. Um, did you ever feel like you're living on the edge? You know, that's a term that we hear quite often. It's become a common phraseology in our day. Uh, it's uh, when, you, when someone speaks of living on the edge, we think of being very, maybe very progressive or a little bit, even sometimes implies being a little bizarre in their thoughts, um, taking risks above and beyond what most people would do maybe. kind of implies pushing your horizons, you know, be it mental or physical or spiritual or otherwise. But uh, do you ever feel like you're living on the edge? Think of it like this. Maybe think of it as being one step away from an almost or somewhere between the might and the maybe. But living on the edge could also speak of Well, do you live on the edge of chaos and order? If you take one step to the left, you find your life is consumed in chaos and confusion and disorder, maybe even devastation. Just one step to the left or one step to the right of that edge, you're walking a path of peace and order and purpose in your life. And typically we think of that path being one that leads to blessing and provision. In other words, to that left side, you might be disorder and confusion, but to the right, you move from survival to revival or from striving to thriving. And um, hey, no no more cliches, I promise. But in fact, there is a fine line sometimes from step to step that we take. And, you know, in, the, in Psalm 23, you hear David saying, Lord, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. And he goes on to say that the Lord is leading him on a path of righteousness for his namesake, for the Lord's namesake. Wow, to know that the Lord is leading or directing or guiding our lives, guiding our steps on the path of righteousness for his namesake. That's an important factor when it comes to walking that fine line. You know, in Proverbs 4.18, it's, uh, I'm going to give you three different translations here very quickly of, of 4.18. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. That's King James. Uh, here's, a, here's another version. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter unto the full day. Here's the message. The Bible says it like this. The ways of right living people glow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. Well, to stay on point here, I'm... 
I'm, I'm still amazed at how life can be so rich and uh, you can be so surrounded in just seasons of being um, immersed in the light of God. But I'm amazed at how life can be so rich and beautiful one day and so unbearably brutal the next. Why does life insist upon pain to make its point or loss to make its point? Well, the reason is, I believe, because life isn't fair. But when life is painfully unfair, that's a different thing. You know, and there, there are at least three kinds of pain that I can uh, identify very quickly. Uh, those three kinds are the kind that hurts, <laughs> the kind that lingers, and the kind that takes over. And we all have choices when we're in pain. We all have choices. We, we can either quit because of the pain and we can back away or we can just simply keep going. And always remember that the one that hurts most is the one that you're feeling now. Because it's taking, um, it's, it's bringing something to your life that causes it to be treated or, or, or treated as a, as a priority. And when you're in pain, uh, it is a priority to get away from the pain. It's, it's just the laws of nature and self-preservation. But, you know, pain can certainly make a point. But let's not forget that his presence and purpose can make a point, too. I think, uh, you know, ask, ask God to help you look past the pain and then point you toward purpose. And, and, and ask him to help you, pre, you know, reprioritize what's going on in your life at this time. I know this sounds overly simplistic, but, you know, we, we live in a world where lots of authors and speakers address these subject, motivational speakers and such. You hear them all the time. How do you find purpose and how do you find your purpose? And, and I say, uh, discover what truly inspires you is a beginning. Live inspired rather than uh, enduring the pain and because that gets so tiring and 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 again it's hard to turn to turn your focus away from it when it's so real and so deliberate uh, in certain seasons of your life but but discover what truly inspires you align your actions with your values and also pursue those activities that bring you fulfillment and what the Bible is really speaking is here is a path of righteousness brings fulfillment. A path of righteousness is a path of fulfillment. Let's say it that way. God wants you to live a life of fulfillment, a life filled full and running over with him, bathed, immersed in the light of his presence in your life. You know, uh, full of life, full, filled with passion and purpose, and uh, that's given to wonder. Also, those who are easily inspired by beauty are prone to wonder, and we need to be wandering without apologies. We need to be living lives of inspiration, and therefore also becoming an inspiration to others.
you know, uh, imaginators, dreamers, pilgrims, pressing toward truth, unwilling to settle for a mediocrity and pretense just because there's pain. And, you know, I, I'm always, uh, you know, kind of aware of the necessity to uh, it be authentic because authenticity is, is paramount to inspiration and, and imagination and, and having that sense of experiencing fullness in our life. Um, if, you, if you want your life to be real and authentic, look to the one who brings real life to you. And also those around you. Welcome real people in real places into your life. Because, you know, the people we meet and the places we go, they are important to our path. So cherish both. Authentically and genuinely cherish the places and the people that, that God brings into, brings to you on your path. I want to be... Uh, I want to be in places where I'm most alive, but not just the most, just most alive to be alive, but most alive to the light. Because remember, as we move forward, the ways of right living people glow with the light, and the longer they live, the brighter they shine. Why should we? Uh, you know, pale and fade away. It's We don't need to be fading away. We need to be walking in the light. And I want to be in those places where I'm most alive. Those, those are light places to me. And uh, the Bible tells us that His Word is a lamp and a light unto us. His Word is a, a lamp and a light to our feet. Here again, it brings the path back into it. The well-lit path of righteousness that progressively graduates into brightness of life, brighter and brighter unto the fullness of day. Days eliminated, um, excuse me, days illuminated, illuminated by an awareness of his presence. And I get that from people I meet in places I go because I know that I'm walking on the path that he has designed for me to walk, and I'm meeting people, he's bringing them into my life, that are an important part of that path, an important part of my, of my journey. I think we need to live looking for that, living on the edge, progressively stepping toward that, progress, progressively <laughs> uh, using, uh, stepping forward with aggression sometimes. You say, you know what? I, I choose this day to press toward the light. Uh, when I think, uh, again, of, of, of places and people that God puts in my path, I think of, of course, you know, it's no secret, I love Ireland and Wales and Scotland. I love other places of the world. I love, I love so many places that I've been blessed to be able to go. But those, uh, those three in particular have just become more of a language of my heart. And, um, and I have people ask me sometimes, you know, why do you love those places so much? And I, and I must admit, sometimes it just sounds re like ridiculous, uh, romantic rhetoric. But in fact, it is, it's real in me. It's authentic in me. 
and I and and there's where I, where I'm talking about, uh, you know, prone to wander without apology. I love to wander in those places, because the wonder there does something in my heart that I will never apologize for. Uh, because in in Ireland. Uh, you know, when, when people ask me, why do I love those places? Here's the best way that I've been able to express what happens in me is because in Ireland, it's said that there's a poet under every stone and I feel like I'm walking among friends. Because, you know, um, when I land in Ireland, the first thing it does is fills my soul with all the missing pieces for some reason. And uh, why do I love Wales? Well, I've had to ask myself that question as well because people ask me that, not just because my name is Hughes and that's a, considered to be a Welsh, it's a strong Welsh name, but why do I love Wales? Because when I'm there, I am walking among friends. Not, I'm not just feeling like I'm walking among friends. I am walking among friends. It's uh, Wales, uh, the richness of, of memory and kindness of friends, it's a it's a place filled with stories to be told, and because I'm a storyteller, that will cause me to just come even more alive. In other words, brighter and brighter, unto the fullness of day. And um, and and why do I love Scotland? Well, when I'm in Scotland, I am a friend. See, in Scotland, that's where. A, a quietness comes to me that causes my heart to deepen, um, unlike anywhere else I know. And it's not just something that I will experience for a day. If I'm in Scotland for a month, uh, there's a uh, there's an, a deepening quietness that happens in my heart that I need in my life. And so I consider that to be a path of righteousness that I'm walking in right there. See, I'm rightly related to God, rightly related to the land that I'm in, rightly related to the people that I'm around, rightly, you know, it's, it, and sometimes it's a timing factor in my life that the Lord has enabled and allowed me to go there just because I needed it. And I'm thankful for that. But when I think, you know, there was a time after the Battle of Culloden back in Scotland, there was something then that came along called the Highland Clearances that led all the Highlanders off of their land on and onto a painful path of loss and and they were being exiled, and and uh, and, and uh, some that were left in those days, they find themselves just on a journey, not knowing where they're going. They don't know where their path is leading. And they came up one of those in toward the western part of Scotland, up into one of those beautiful valleys. And there, uh, before they come up through this long valley up to, um, to the top of a pass, and they just stopped, and they were weary from the from pushing so hard to find the new day. And, and someone made the statement there, friends, we are alive. Let's rest and be thankful. And see, the definition of a friend for most of us is someone who we're, we feel connected to or who is there for us or we feel free to be there for them in some way. And a friend is often someone that you just share a bond with. You know, you like the same stuff or you're kind of made from the same stuff. Or maybe it's you've been through the same stuff. But there they were 
They had been through it together, and they came to the place where they realized that this path had led them to now rest and be thankful. And if you go to rest and be thankful, that's actually officially the name of the place now. And you can look at a stone there, and carved on the stone is the remembrance of the day that that happened. And so, anyway, i got to go. My time is already gone, and, and I, honestly, I wish it weren't. But uh, I just pray that today you're on the path of righteousness, rightly related, rightly connected, right where you're supposed to be, walking with the God who loves you enough to bring an even brighter and brighter light unto your life. See you next time.